Greetings and welcome to episode one of the Debugging Money podcast. I'm your co-host, Vernon Richards, and here is my fellow co-host. I am Lee Marshall, and I am pleased to be here with Vernon today talking to you all about money things. Yes, and today's episode, we are going to be talking about payslips, and we're going to break down what is on your payslip. So we're going to be talking about things such as income tax, national insurance, student loans, and then a whole bunch of other little odds and ends, benefits and kinds, and maybe just a smidgen of uh, pensions. But before we get into that, there are some things that we need to just get off the table. Number one is that this is not financial advice, people. It is not financial Mm -hmm. advice. Okay, we are not qualified to give you financial advice. So once again, this is not, not financial advice. Okay. And the second thing is that we're both based in the UK. So this is a very UK centric uh, podcast. We are very happy to hear that you're tuning in from all over the world. But this is a very UK centric podcast. So if you're listening from outside the UK, please bear that in mind. Okay, shall we commence this thing and get into it? Let's dive into the nitty gritty. Okay, cool. So, All right. Income tax, the joyful thing that it is. Mm-hmm. So, my question to you, Vernon, is mm. do you know how income tax works when you pay it and how much you have to pay? I probably have a hand wavy understanding of how this works, which is why I'm on the podcast, Lee. Okay, so when I get my pay slip, my eyes are immediately drawn to the net pay or amount paid mm-hmm. area. And I generally ignore the rest. So I know that on our pay slips, we have the earnings or the gross pay. And then there's deductions somewhere on that pay slip. And so that and, and the income tax is definitely in that deductions part. And I know that there are different bands. And depending how much you earn will determine which band you're in and which band you're in determines how much tax is claimed by the government to spend on things like the NHS and other cool things that we all benefit from. So that's my knowledge. I should hand over to you, the maestro on income tax. The maestro. (laughs) The man who has done copious research to make sure that I'm giving people very specific numbers. Yeah. So there is income tax in the UK... But there is a slight caveat to this, which is in Scotland, they have slightly more bands with slightly different percentages. So if you are in Scotland, the numbers won't be exactly the same for you, but the principles still apply. So they've got some 19%, some 40s, and I think there's, I think it's like 19, 20, 40. I think they used to have a 41, but ultimately, if you're in Scotland, similar principles, but have a look yourself. Go to the Gov UK website. It will give you specifics. So, first of all, you have your personal allowance. This is how much you can earn and not pay any tax. The Amazing. HMRC, because I don't want to say tax man, leaves you alone. And mm-hmm. by default, for the tax year of 2021 to 2022, and I believe it's frozen for the next two additional years as well, you can have £12,570. And you'll give none of that to the tax man as part of income tax. 
was going to say income tax then, I've got to pay. yeah because they might take it for other reasons later on but for income tax mm-hmm. reasons they'll leave it alone you then have what's known as basic rate tax and with this you pay 20 percent, and that's from £12,571 to £50,270. So quite a hefty chunk, and they take 20%. And the important thing is they only take 20% within that margin. They don't take 20% of the bits before. So your free bit, they leave that alone. Yeah, that's important, because that's very important. Yeah, because I've had people go, I don't want to pay rise because I'll have to give a load more to the tax man. And this is why we wanted to break down how tax works, because they might have Mm -hmm. a misunderstanding. Yep. So after your basic rate, you've got what's called your higher rate tax. So that's 50,271 to a whopping £150,000. If I ever get to that point... I will not worry about paying tax because there's so much of it. I'm like, I've got plenty left. And if you're in that bracket, you Amen. are paying 40%. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there is what's known as the additional rate to taxpayer. And that is anyone who earns over £150,000 and you are paying 45% tax. So nearly half of what you earn. But again, it's tiered. So if you're a higher rate taxpayer... You're not paying 40% on all the money you got in total, only the bit Mm. that's in that higher rate band. Yep. And the way I like to think of it is, think of income tax like a trifle, because everyone loves a trifle, and how British are (laughs) trifles. So your personal allowance, that's the bottom of your trifle. That's your jelly. Generally, strawberry jelly, whatever jelly you like. The taxman, they don't like that. They leave it alone. Exactly. Then you've got your next layer, you've got your custard. They take 20% of that from you. So you still get 80% of that custard. Lovely. Then you've got your next layer, you've got your cream layer, and they like the cream. Mm-hmm. They will take 40% of that cream from you, but that still leaves the stuff underneath. And then finally, if you're in your high, if you're additional rate, Think of those as the sprinkles on it. There's not a lot of it, but they want nearly half of those sprinkles. So it's like a child taking the trifle. They take a lot off the top, but they don't dig very far. No, they do not. They do not. (laughs) Now, when Vern and I were discussing this, I let him into Mm. a secret because there is also a secret 60% tax rate. And you didn't know about this to like build Indeed, it'd be interesting to know how many people listening to this knew about this or not. So please let us know on our Twitter handle, which is at Debugging Money. So our Twitter handle is Debugging Money. Please do tweet us if this is new news to you, what Lee is about to explain or not. Because it was bloody well new news to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think that you pay effectively a 60% tax rate when you're well over 150, like the people who are half a million a million. Weirdly, mm-hmm. it's not. It's when you get over £100,000. So it's mm. when you're still in the 40% bracket. But the reason it's effectively 60% is 
for every two pounds that you earn over a hundred thousand, you lower that personal allowance of paying no tax by a pound. So if you mm-hmm. earned one hundred and two thousand pounds, you would lower your personal allowance by a thousand pounds. So not only are you paying forty percent tax on that bit, but you also mm-hmm. lowered when twenty percent kicks in. So of that extra £1,000 you're making in the 100000 mark, 40% of it goes normally, and then 20% is gone because of the lowered allowance. So when your basic rate kicks in. So effectively, it's like having 60%. So if you're going to get over £100,000, then go for the moon. Because once you get to a certain point, you lose all your allowances gone anyway. So you might as well go big. Some people might think, I don't want to earn over that because then I'm paying tax. You're still keeping 40%, arguably, less once we get to other things, but you're still making mm-hmm. money. They're not taking more than 100% tax on yeah. you. That's not how it works. Yeah. So you're still better off, but there are things you can do about that which we won't cover today. So that's the secret 60%. Let me just clarify this then, right? So. There's a 0% tax band. Yep. And then there's a allowance. 20% tax band. Yeah, that's your yep, personal that's allowance. Your basic there's a, then there's a basic rate. Yep. And what you're saying is once I get to that blessed day when I get to 100K salary, right? You're saying that for every couple of quid that I earn over that 100,000 pounds, that mm-hmm. starts to reduce how much of that 20% is taxed at 20%. Uh, that 0% goes down. So when the 20% comes yeah. in, so you're getting less and less jelly in your trifle. Right. Right. Okay. I like that analogy. You get to a certain point, there is no jelly in your trifle. It is just custard and cream. <laughs> and I like the jelly in trifle. Well, who likes jelly anyway, people? I do. Who likes jelly? <laughs> For me, it'd be custard. You can have all the custard you like. I'll keep the jelly. So you can end up using that But no, that's cool. So the jelly in our trifle is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. Yep. The more money that we earn over 100,000 until the point where that 20% has been completely consumed. That jelly has been yeah, eaten. It's gone. To the 0% yeah. is gone. Yeah. So it's getting replaced by custard. So your 20% is coming in sooner Uh, and sooner and sooner and sooner. uh, Okay. So do you have any examples that you can work through to help people understand this? So I mainly wanted to help to try and reinforce to people that if you are, say, a basic rate taxpayer, it's not all at 20%. So as I said earlier, how some people might think, I don't want to pay rise, I'm going to suddenly pay a load more tax. So as I said, the basic tax rate kicks in at 12,571, so £1 more than the allowance. If you earned exactly Mm -hmm. that, 12,571, you wouldn't pay 20% Mm -hmm. on all of it. That first 12,570, they're still not touching so you would only pay 20% yeah. on that final £1. So if you weren't that, you would only have mm-hmm. to pay HMRC 20p. That's it. 20p. <laughs> they don't take 20% of yeah. all of it. 
just that much. And the same again is if you were earning one pound into the higher rates, so 50,271, and there will be a lot of numbers in this episode. Sorry, people. (laughs) Nothing on that first 12,570. You would pay 20% on that 12,571 to 50,270. So that's a range of £37,000. So you'll pay £7,540 in tax. And you would pay only 40% on that last pound or 40p. So you're not paying 40% on all of that £50,271. So again, if you get an increase into the next band, it's only once you move up that they start taking more, not all the way down. It's a tiered tax system, not a flat 0, 20% or 40% all the way through. Right. So that's important because we're still getting all the constituent layers of our trifle cake. Yeah. They're until not just you're coming in, in and just grabbing it. Until you get to 100K, this is not an issue. Correct. And if you're getting to 100k, well done. You're earning over 100,000 pounds. Yeah, we are still winning at life once we reach 100k because we're all going to reach 100k. People, we've got to visualize it and see it and make it happen. Yeah, that's all the woo woo you're going to get in this episode. Now, the thing I will also say for income taxes, it's based on the tax year. So, for those of you who don't know when the tax year runs, it doesn't run January to December. It doesn't run like a calendar year. It runs from the 6th of April to the 5th of April for reasons that no one probably knows anymore. (laughs) I don't have a clue why. It just does. So we'll set that as a challenge for our listeners. Find out why that is, people, and let us know. If any of our listeners know (laughs) why it actually starts on the 6th of April, (laughs) please let us know. So the thing is, it tries to average out how much you do over the year. It doesn't say you'll pay no tax at the start of the year and then towards the end of the year, they suddenly start taking Mm. loads and Mm -hmm. loads of it. They try to average it over the year. But what that might mean is if you aren't working continuously over the year, you might pay a load of tax the period you are working, especially if you started later in the tax year, because they don't know you weren't earning yeah. anything at the start. So you might pay a mm-hmm. load of tax. And actually, when you get your tax statement the following tax year to go, you weren't this much and paid this much tax, they might actually go, oops, are bad. You shouldn't have paid that much tax. And mm-hmm. they'll give it back to you. Or they might adjust your personal allowance and increase your personal allowance so you don't pay as much tax In that, the next yeah. tax year. Mm-hmm. So they're not all bad, folks. They're not all bad, HMRC. Income tax. No. Some people might say it's a necessary evil. We need tax to pay for things like the NHS, as you said, and lots of other Mm. things. It's just people feel that they're having their money taken away from them, which technically they are, but it's for a good cause. And we won't get any more political than that. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So that is income tax covered, I would say. So now we're going to talk about national insurance. And we're going to talk about how this thing is calculated, how it's different to income tax, and 
also, there's a tier system and a band system at play here as well, isn't there, Lee? Yeah, just to make it extra confusing and similar at the same time. So national insurance, like income tax, you have tiers Mm -hmm. with it. And unlike income tax, it isn't averaged out over the year. National insurance has week bandings and also has month bandings. So if you earn a load of money one month and then you earn not much the following month, you can't go, I paid a load of national insurance that month. They go, we don't get, you earned a load of money that month. So it doesn't average out Mm -hmm. like tax does. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing to keep in mind with people. You will also see on your payslip that you might have a letter after your name. It is way more complicated than I'm going to go into on this episode. So if you really want to know what your letter does, Mm -hmm. and if it makes you any different, have a look at the government website. But what we're saying will apply to the vast majority of people who will probably listen to this, since this is for people in IT. So it's not people who fit under the lot of the other categories. Mm. So... The tiers. So the tier in which you pay no national insurance, it is up to £184 a week or £797 a month Mm -hmm. or £9,568 a year. So up to that, you pay nothing. And because of how low it is, you'll also be paying no tax. So, well done. No tax, no national insurance. You get to keep your money. Mm. You then have the next band. And if you earn up to £967 a week or £4,189 a month or £50,270, and that yearly amount might seem familiar with income tax, Mm -hmm. then you are paying 12%. So you might end up paying 20% tax at the higher end of it and your 12% national insurance. Remember, we're talking gross numbers here, people. Talking gross numbers. Yeah. And this is why your gross net will often be wildly Mm -hmm. apart. And if you're earning over that 50,270 a year, you pay a flat 2%. And there is no secret stealth (laughs) 60% national insurance like tax. When you're earning (laughs) that just over that 50 or 100 or 150, 200,000, you're paying 2%. 2%. That's it. Just a flat 2% at that point. Nice and simple. Your income tax will go high, Mm. but your national insurance will come Mm. down. So it almost balances Mm. out. Not ideally. Because a lower rate taxpayer would be paying effectively 32% and a high rate taxpayer will be paying 42%. So it's not that big a difference, Mm. actually. So I wanted to share an example because this is when it starts getting real. Okay. So if you were earning £50,000, and personally, I'd love to, (laughs) and it feels like a nice target. Like for people who aren't in London, it's a good thing to aim for. For If you are in the London area, you might be getting this or know people who are. Mm-hmm. So if you earn £50,000, you would be paying £7,484.20p in tax. That's income tax you're talking about, right? That's just the income tax. That's the income tax. Okay. And you would be paying 
£4,851.84 in national insurance. Okay. So that comes to a total of £12,336.4p. Your home rate would be £37,421 and some pence. Okay. So that's effectively you getting taxed at 24.6%. That's nigh on a quarter of your dough. Yes. Okay. So whenever <laughs> anyone goes, this is what the salary is, a, a gross salary is great, but oh, yeah. actually, how much of it do you get to take home? And there are lots of calculators online that can mm. do this for you. There's some website, there's Money Saving Expert, there's lots out there. So if you wanted to go, I'm going to earn this much, mm-hmm. how much of it will you actually keep? Because you won't keep £50,000 from a £50,000 job. As we just pointed out, you'll keep three quarters of it. There's that saying out there in, you know, budgeting circles and fire circles around. It's not about how much you make, but how much you keep in business circles. So yeah, that's what we've got to talk about. So a website that I've used in the past and I still like to use is listentotaxman.com. That's all one word. Listentotaxman.com. Brilliant. Gives you all these breakdowns and things by the tax year. Very handy. We should make one. I mean, ultimately, always listen to them. You never want to upset the HMRC. I never have, and I intend to keep it that way. (laughs) I need to have some conversations with Taxman, which is another reason why I want to do this podcast. (laughs) Okay, so is that everything that there is to cover? So we talked about how it's calculated. We talked about how it's different to income tax. And we've explained the tiers. So I think we've covered national insurance. Now, something else. Yeah, they both act similar. Just the amount you, when they kick in and how much they take is slightly different. But the principles for both are very, very similar. Okay, awesome. Now, some something else that may appear on your payslip, sadly, also in the deductions area of the payslip, and could be quite relevant to folks in IT, but not all of us. Lee and I won't have to worry about this too much. Is student loans. We did not take out any student loans. I did, but I dropped out after like a year, so I didn't have a lot to pay back. Ah, so okay. I, I briefly had one, minus paid off. Actually, you know what? So did I. So, quick correction. So, Lee and I did not graduate, so we did not have the full whack. And also, I'm very old, so the loan I had would have been quite different to the one that Lee is about to talk about now. So, let's talk about student loans, because I think that, yet again... There are bans here, and the way that the repayments are calculated is a bit confusing for people. When do you have to start repaying it? When do you stop repaying it? You know, is there a different system for, you know, different kinds of student and so on and so on and so on? Yeah. So let's get into this. Student loans. Student loans. So I did a lot of research on this, and I even learned some new things myself. So Amazing. If you have a undergraduate loan you will be paying 9%. Okay. And the important thing with student loans is it doesn't matter how much you owe, it only looks at how much you earn. So whether you earn, owe like £10,000, £100,000, it could be a million pounds. It's based on how right. much you earn is the important thing. So they take okay. 9%, but they only take it after you earn a certain amount of money. Okay. What makes it messy is... 
there is more than one type of student loan. So they're known as plans. So you can have a plan one loan, a plan two loan, and a plan four loan. I'd love to know what happened to plan three. I tried Googling it and I couldn't find it. There is no plan three. Something happened with plan three and they dropped it. It goes one, two, four. That is awesome. That is so awesome. And I've never heard of plan four until I looked for this. So plan four is for people in Scotland. And I have never visited Scotland, let alone been a student there. So that's why I didn't know about it. So if you don't know what kind of plan you're on, again, please look at it. I'm not going to detail of what Mm. type of plan is for a particular reason. Right. When you pay them back is different. So that's the important thing I'm going to cover. So if you're on a plan one loan, you pay it back once you go over £382 a week or £1,657 a month. And just like tax, just like insurance, they only start looking at how much you earn after that point. So if you earn just £1 over that, they will take 9p, not 9% of everything that got you to there. Okay. Then you've got plan two loans. So these have a higher threshold. So these kick in if you earn over £524 a month or £2,274 a month. So if you're a newer student, you will be on a plan two loan. So the upside is you have to earn more before you start paying it back. The downside is your uh, rate of interest is a lot higher. Mm. And then finally, if you have a plan four loan, it is £480 a week or £2,083 a month. So it's in between plan one and plan two. So once you go over that amount, they will take 9% of whatever you earn over that bit. So you might end up having... National insurance, income tax, and student loan. <laughs> uh, uh. But it gets worse. <laughs> there are okay. also postgraduate loans. Postgraduate loans apply to people in England and Wales. If you're in Northern Ireland and Scotland, they actually get added on to Plan 1 or Plan 4. So it just bulks out the amount you need. Okay. If you have a postgraduate loan, they take 6%, and that's in addition to your undergraduate loan. Uh, okay. Bloody hell. So hey, hey, with, hey. A under, uh, with a postgrad loan at 6%, they start taking money off you if you earn over £403 a week or £1,750 a month. So if you are earning enough, you could be playing a plan one or two loan and a postgrad loan. You might pay a pay plan for and a postgrad loan, but it's less likely because unless you were doing a postgrad outside of Scotland. Again, this is a very complicated subject, people, but you could have more than one thing you are repaying and wondering where all of your money is going. That's the key thing to remember. You've really got to look at your pay slip and pay attention to that deductions area on the payslip. So our person who was earning £50,000 
We talked about how they were paying nearly a quarter of their pay as deductions. Mm-hmm. What if this person also went to university? <laughs> if they had a plan two student loan, so they were yep. in this grand scheme of student loans, a relatively recent student. And I think this is from like 1998 yeah. or something. So recent is a very fluid term. And <laughs> they had a postgraduate loan. So they did a master's or a PhD, something like that. And they had took a loan out for that. So you would have the same amount of tax and national insurance as before, but you would be paying £2,043 to your student loan and £1,740 to your postgrad loan, giving your grand total of deductions of £16,119 for P which is effectively a 32.2% tax rate. So nearly a th- you've gone from a quarter to a third of your pay isn't for you. Okay. This is starting to add up somewhat, isn't it? <laughs> We're not trying to discourage you here, people. You still want to be earning as much as you can, obviously. Like, don't yeah. get... Goal displacement. Don't be thinking, oh, I don't want to give any of this money to the government because you will still be making money in this situation. You're still making over £33,000, which is above the national average. The national average is not even 28. It's 25, I think, or something like that. So if you were a 50 grand person, yeah, you're not keeping 50 grand. You're still on 33. Yeah, yeah. So... We have gone through income tax, we have gone through national insurance, and we've also gone through student loans. Is there anything else that we should be worried about here, Lee? (laughs) So there's a final bit, and not necessarily all of it is a worry, because some of it could be things that can actually help you, and you might also have things that can hinder you. So these are extras. So you might have benefits in kind, so you might have taxable benefits so you might have medical insurance through your work or you might have a car allowance this can adjust the amount of tax you have because it's based on what things are valued it's complicated and i won't go into it but if you have these things consider it, it could alter how much you take home okay but you can also get taxable benefits that actually increase your personal allowance where the government goes you're doing certain things you should pay a little bit less tax. And they're rare, but if you can get them, make the most of them. One that I feel is very important for our listeners right now is you are able to claim a benefit if you are working from home. This is key. And you are very likely to be working from home in a minute. Yeah, there's a reasonable chance that if you're working in IT at the time that this podcast is being recorded in the May of 21 pretty reasonable chance you are working from home and have been working from home for some time. So, yeah, you might have missed out on last year's mm, allowance. Mm-hmm. But if you can get this year's in, fantastic. Yeah, do it. If you do not have to fill in a self-assessment, and if you don't know what that is, then you probably aren't needing to do one, as a quick caveat. Mm-hmm. But if you don't need to fill out a self-assessment... 
it takes literally minutes to complete online. You need a government gateway ID. If you don't have one, that is easy to get sorted. Mm-hmm. But you just go, I work from home. I'm not doing any other things. And effectively, it goes, you get £6 per week that you should get as an increased allowance. So it works out as as a 20% taxpayer, £1.20 per week. If you're a higher rate taxpayer, then £2.40 per week. Mm. So it goes, because you're working from home and you have to use a little bit more electricity or heating or whatever, they'll just go, look, you're having to work from home. It's a cost to you. Pay that a little bit less tax. It's not going to make you a millionaire, but... It's something to make the most of it. If you feel you are doing a lot more than that per week, then you have to evidence and it's very complicated. So most people just go, and I am, I'm just gone, give me the effective £6 a week. So it's a little bit to my tax rates. So my tax code is slightly higher than it should be because I'm working from home. And because of the pandemic, they've said, if you're having to work from home at all, this tax year, you can apply it and it applies for the whole year. Historically, you've only been able to claim it for when you have had to work from home and it can get very messy. Whereas now they've gone, look, most people are going to probably do it. Exactly. Have it for the year. Thank you very much, HMRC. Yeah, to be fair for them, they've just made it easy for us to claim that because, you know, it's as much helping them as it is us. Because if they had to get be as yeah. accurate with ev- they're going to have a, a hell of a lot more claims for one thing so to go through all of that evidence just, you know what just do the thing claim you can get it they'd probably spend more money exactly. looking into it than they would get back from it as so well. to be fair to them they've just said hey let's, let's just make this easy for everybody yeah and there's one other one i'd like to mention just because whilst i haven't had it in this job it's happened to me in previous jobs and depending on where you work in it it might apply to you or to partners or family friends whoever which is you can get tax relief if you have a uniform and you have to wash it at home so it has to be an actual Mm. uniform not just everyone has to come into work wearing blue but you choose what it is it's like you have a proper uniform then you can get a little bit of extra tax relief because you are having to wash it at home as well Mm. so similar thing if you have to wear a uniform you hopefully have that on there if you don't Contact your HR, payroll, whoever it needs to be to say, hey, how do I get this? Mm. And that should be able to get sorted for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. So sometimes the tax man, right, HMRC, can be nice. But generally, people don't like paying tax. Okay. So is that cover all the kind of benefit-in-kind stuff that we can claim, or is there anything else? Did we, is now a good time to mention... The P word? I'd, I'd say now is a good time for it. So, yeah, so well, there are various okay. benefits, but if you're eligible, eligible for them outside the working from home or uniform ones, you should probably be getting told anyway. that You probably don't need to go and ask about it. I just really want to mention the working from home and uniforms because you're probably needing one or the other, depending on what you do. So what's the P word, Vernon? <laughs> The P word is pensions. So we have a a specific pensions episode on our to-do list because pensions is a huge topic. But we thought we'd mention it here. 
as well. So, yeah, Lee, should we talk a little bit more about pensions and pension contributions? Because that too will appear in the deductions part, potentially, of your payslip. So, yeah, so depending on how your workplace can do it, you might see it as a deduction or you might see it in earnings with round brackets around it. And that means it's a negative uh, earning and that you might go, yeah. why is it in there and why is it in round brackets? And it's an accounting thing to represent. It's money that's yeah. come out. Yeah. So that will further reduce your income. But effectively, it's like a very good savings pot for future mm-hmm. you. So pensions are good. And in the next episode, when we cover pensions, we will explain why they're so, so good. And yeah. if you're not paying into it, we will encourage you to do so, especially because if you're IT people, you're probably on more than minimum wage and can afford to yeah. do it. But you'll probably be paying at least, I think it's at least three, 4% from you plus the tax benefit. So you'll pay like 4 to 5%. Mm-hmm of your salary on top. But instead of that going to HMRC, it's going to future Vernon and future Lee, where one day you will get that money back and it will grow. So whilst it's money coming out, it's for a good cause, which is yourself and your retirement. And so if you can afford to do that, there are usually so many ridiculous benefits to go, like the advantages are very tasty indeed. So if you can afford to do that, do it. And we shall go into the reasons why we think that's a good idea in that pensions episode, which is going to be our next episode. But remember, this is not financial advice. We're just going to tell you what our opinion is. Yep. This is things that I have found online. This is, you Mm. can call it financial guidance. You can call it financial awareness, coaching, whatever you want it to be. (laughs) But the most important term is this is legally not advice and in this country it's a very specific thing so please do hear what we've got to say yeah so if any of this stuff sounds interesting please do go and get some you know professional financial advice because it could really really help you and benefit you so hopefully we've we've sparked some ideas include you in some things that you can you know go and take advantage of and make you a little bit more aware so i think that has covered everything on our list right i i think i've finished terrifying our listeners as to how much money actually gets taken away from them and why (laughs) but if anyone didn't understand some of the things in their pay slips or why they have to pay so much or so forth then i hope this has cleared up because i know in Mm. the past when i've earned say a bonus at my company and i'm like fantastic i'm getting this much money and then it's actually mm. a lot lower. All the things nope. discussed are why, because <laughs> you might not have considered how much tax, national insurance, maybe even student loans had to go out of that bonus. So as we mentioned, if that £50,000 example yes. person, yes. assume if you're going to get bonus, take 25 to 33% off. Exactly. So that just leaves us to say farewell. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at debuggingmoney and you can email us at debuggingmoney at gmail.com. So follow us on Twitter. We are very on brand. (laughs) We're on brand. We're on brand, people. So, uh, yeah, make it happen. 
tweet us, share the episode when we announce it. It would really help. If you've got any questions, if you've got any difficult questions, make sure you tag Lee, not me. Uh, no, send your emails to debuggingmoney at gmail.com and we'll be happy to answer them. So yeah, next episode is pensions. So yeah, we will bid you farewell. Until the next episode, folks, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you for listening. <laughs>